Hi, I'm Craig Collins, and this is the What the Warehouse Show. With me, I have Timothy Oldman. He is uh, based out of New York, I believe, New Jersey. Right, Timothy? Well, I live in New Jersey, but my company's in uh, Pennsylvania, yeah. Oh, in Pennsylvania. Okay, great. Timothy, um, thank you, and welcome uh, to welcome to the show. Um, tell us a little bit about the company. Uh, yeah, well, I work for a company that makes... Uh, those uh, things you get in the mail from Amazon, the bags and the uh, manila folders, the bubble wrap, we make that here and we ship it out all over the world actually for Amazon. We also do uh, FedEx, UPS, uh, the uh, home testing kits that they sent out in the mail. We made those here as well. Right, right, right. So the operation is manufacturing and warehousing in, in um, Pennsylvania? Yeah, this is our, our one hub. Our main hub is in Middletown, Ohio. And then we have uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Mexico, Malaysia, and a couple new ones that are going up soon. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, uh, so, and it's, it literally is all those small bags. Are there other products as well? Yeah, we, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of bubble wrap. Uh, <clears throat> do a lot of uh, those uh, manila folders you get in the mail as well, whether they have all right. wrap on the inside or not, but it's, it's a lot of packaging material. Yeah. 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 So uh, what do you reckon is the biggest challenge that you're facing in the, uh, in the warehouse operations specifically? We'll talk a bit more about manufacturing afterwards. Um, well, the manufacturing, I don't really touch much in that. I mostly deal with the logistics and uh, inbound and outbound. And right now it's just supply chain and, you know, you set up a, an appointment and, uh, you know, it's very rare that they're there on time. Really, if you get the same day, that's a good day. But, uh, you know, it's their, they're never right. on time. So it's just uh, managing that and making sure people get their orders uh, within the window that they expected. Yeah. Do you, do you have any idea as to why people are sort of so lax now? I think it's because they try to push so much together. So they try to do, oh, I can get uh, seven loads done in a week, but they think that they can get in and out, unloaded and loaded right on time. That That never happens. There's always delays. So. I think by the end of the week, they're so backed up that they just let it go and try to get another carrier into uh, to recover it. Right. Do, do you use brokers or is it uh, are you pretty much dealing directly with the transporters? Uh, a little bit of both, actually. So uh, we have a, uh, a company that comes and picks up most of our products called uh, NFI. They're about an hour away. And then we use brokers as well for the smaller stuff. And then we'll even reach out to like FedEx and UPS for quick little right. deliveries here and there right so now your role is warehouse manager right yes and um, do you use any technology in the warehouse at the moment we have a microsoft d365 that uh right. we kicked off about i, I want to say it was august or september of 21 that we started to use it and uh i i love it it's a great tool that uh I use yeah. constantly every day. So uh, I, I have uh, weekly calls with the other warehouse managers and we all just kind of bounce off of each other. We all love the program. So we-, we Right, we, right. It's great. And are you, are you using sort of traceability and bin management and everything like that inside Microsoft DC? Yes. Yeah, there's a, it's, I believe it's called finance and operations is the main hub of it that we use for yeah, yeah. everything inside the building. Right. And um, does it support barcode scanning or RFID or any of those technologies at the moment? Uh, barcode, yeah. Right, right. So you're using barcode scanners and directly into the Microsoft package. Yes. Fantastic. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, it, it's quite interesting because many years ago I was doing barcode scanning applications and I tried to convince some of the ERP vendors to build the functionality for scanning directly into their product. And they just wouldn't go there, you know. And right. now, yeah, now you've got a few of them like Microsoft that are starting to do that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and now they're starting to do like a single scan functionality, which makes it a lot easier because there's about four different barcodes that we use per item. And now we're trying to do okay. one and just make it so much easier. So what, using a QR code? Yes. Right, right, right. And are you using it for both inbound storage management and outbound? Yes. Right. So um, tell me about your picking operation. Is it fairly complex? Not really. Um, so we uh, we have the product states throughout the warehouse, and we have different locations. I have a map on every forklift, and the right. uh, the system D three sixty five automatically knows where we put it. So if someone needs to pick a, a product, all they have to do is on their paperwork they have a little barcode. They scan it, and then that'll tell them in the system where to go to get the product. And then at, at that point, if it's uh, if you have to build the pallet, it's just up to the person to do the correct math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, from a, a, a warehouse specific point of view, um, uh, inside the warehouse, as opposed to the transporters, do you have any challenges there that you battle with? Uh, just besides human error, nothing, <laughs> nothing really systematically. Yeah. You know. uh, they've, they've gotten it pretty, I mean, when we started, yeah, of course, but uh, right. we have a team here that's really done their due diligence, their homework, and I, I don't even know when they slept because they seem to have fix this fairly quickly for us so right brilliant and and tell me a bit about your products i i mean do the products have any traceability requirements around batching uh, or batch numbers lot numbers um yes, yes. Well, when we bring them in each one has a uh it's so we have a raw material when it comes in on the truck that has a certain batch number and then when it gets to the machine to make it into the product it goes to finished goods and then it has a whole new uh, barcode on it so that barcode is linked to the product material when it comes in on a number. So we give a lot number when it comes in, goes through the machine and then converts it in the system to a new barcode for finished uh, material. Right. right. We're able okay. to trace it from the minute it comes in, yeah. That's fantastic. You know, one of those things that you don't automatically think about is that uh, packaging for product delivery should be traceable. Absolutely. And yeah, and you, you know, one would always ask the question, well, why? You know, I understand um, why chemicals or pharmaceutical products must be traced or food products, but yeah. not the packaging. But obviously, you know, everything should be tracked. So it's great. Well, the biggest thing I think of that we had was we had a, a glue issue where the seal just wasn't sealing right. So we right. were able to look up everything from that batch when they sent it back. Yeah. We're like, all right, everything from that lot, let's put it over and test. And luckily, it just happened to be a bad bag. But we oh, were able God. to very easily just pull everything aside just from tracing it. Before we had the system, it would have been a nightmare to do it, but now yeah. it's just so much easier. It's quite, it's quite incredible, you know. I, I mean, I know of companies that I work with, and um, they're they're in um, products that need traceability even more than you do, and they just can't get it together to to get the basics right. And um, you guys seem to have it waxed across multiple warehouses across the country that's fantastic yeah we uh we we put a big uh uh push on it because it's it's something that you know it, it thankfully it doesn't happen often but when it does you don't want to be calling your pants down you want to be ready to go so that if the customer says hey 
we have an issue here. We can get back to them fairly shortly and say, okay, we've quarantined it. We've got it set. Yeah. And it just makes you look that much better so that the, the customer's like, oh, wow, okay, you've really got your stuff together. That's great. So they know that if there's an issue, God forbid, but if there is one, we've got it covered. So we yeah. really appreciate yeah, for, for our audience, you know, this is one of those things that um, we try and um, press on people is that when you put a good system in like the Microsoft system, you have this traceability built into the system. You have the ability to recall. You have the ability to put stuff on hold. And 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 you have technologies like barcoding built in. So you, you really get the, uh, the best use of a system. Because really, if you think about it, a, a small warehouse with a number, a small number of SKUs, a good warehouse manager can manage it with a with these steel boots and and a, a harsh a harsh voice, but as soon as it gets complex, you just can't do that. No, no, we're about four hundred and twenty thousand square feet with a hundred different SKUs. It's, yeah, that's during slow season. When we're in busy season, it's probably closer to two hundred SKUs. It's, it, <laughs> before the system, it was you know a pen and paper walking out there, and now it's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about uh, the number, the volume of orders that you're doing. Are you your outbound uh, uh, lines? Are you uh, how many orders are you doing in a day? Um, I think my record was about problem. sixty trucks. Um, uh, because right. it takes with the scanning now. I mean, before the scanning, they could just throw the stuff on there and pray you had the right stuff. Yeah. But now with the system and scanning, it takes about an hour-ish to load a truck if you're pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, so right now we're just coming back out of our slow season. Right after the holidays, it gets slow, and then right about now it picks up. So we're doing about thirty a day outbound right, right now from this warehouse. Uh, from other warehouses, I know there's a little yeah. bit more of an uptick, but Right. Uh, so 30, trucks, 30 trucks a day yeah yeah that's that's and and are your customers normally taking large volumes are you uh, who are your typical customers is it um wholesale yes so it's uh full 53 footers we can fit about 30 pallets on there um yeah so our main one is amazon uh we, we just started right. back up with walmart target fedex ups uh, United yeah. States Postal Services are our big hitters. Then we have a couple little ones, like little local businesses that take our product as well. Okay, okay. Timothy, it's been great to chat to you. And I think it's really important. You know, one of the things that we try and get on the show is to spread this information, this knowledge about how we're doing it, stuff in operations, but also where product comes from. So, you know, the next time you get a delivery from Amazon and you've got a, um, a an envelope with bubble wrap in it, you know, there is a whole supply chain. There's a whole manufacturing operation with multiple warehouses around the country shipping that stuff in volume in pallets, 60 trucks a day, 30 trucks a day out of uh, one facility to the Amazon warehouses. And, you know, it's really important for our, our audience to understand these supply chains and how, how critical they are. You know, when Amazon says we'll ship you something in one, uh, one day or same day, you, you know that they've got to have the packaging material that you guys sent them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's been great chatting to you. Thanks okay. very much for coming on to the show. Um, really appreciate it. Yeah, good stuff.